Hey, Peter. Hey. How long are we going to keep up this charade that we can just improvise the intro of this and it's going to be witty? We're going to keep this up through the 2020s, the roaring 20s, as we like to call them. I'm so sorry, folks. Yeah. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily music advice coming at you. Coming at you today, sponsored by Open Studio. Go to openstudio.com. Openstudiojazz.com. Yes. Don't go to openstudio.com. We're having a little Man. dispute with those, those folks. Those guys are jerks <laughs> over there. Wow. <laughs> no, they're well, not. we're not they're saying fine. that. They're, they're fine. Yeah. We'd like to buy your domain, please. We would. And not at a million dollars like last time. Okay. <laughs> no, go to openstudiojazz.com, please. <laughs> Check out all of our courses. Check out the Piano Access Pass. Uh, it's all of our piano courses and yes. all of the piano courses that we are going to produce while you're a member. Uh, it's really an incredible value, and we have so much on there, stuff like the Jazz Piano Technique, the Jazz Piano Method, which shouldn't be on there probably, no. but is. Um, key it's to so jazz. bad, it shouldn't be on no, there. No, <laughs> it's so great. It should. It's too much. Almost. Oh, go on. And then uh, Keys to Jazz Piano from Jeffrey Keezer, Advanced Jazz Piano Concepts. I have some basic jazz piano courses on there if yeah. you're a beginner we got the jazz piano jumpstart we can go on the jazz piano we have a whole we're about to make a whole list of stuff we're going to do in 2020 so if you subscribe annually to the jazz piano uh the piano access pass yes you're going to get all that stuff too in the next year yeah and so what you mentioned a whole lot of things now we have been getting a little bit of feedback people are like it's so much they're overwhelmed by it oh well get ready for this my friend oh wait we're gonna put it out there we, let's, let's put it out there at, at the end okay, of the episode the, yeah, stay tuned because that's coming next week actually yeah we have it but they're going to be the first to hear here this is completely Completely unplanned. Yeah. And the pearly what? blues just lit up, man. You look excited. <laughs> <laughs> like The office is getting nervous, but we're getting excited. I know, I know. Right. I'm, honestly, I'm just finally waking up. Okay, we're, right. we're going to talk about it at the, at the end of the episode. All right. Okay. Uh, so today we're taking another speak pipe. You know, we turned the speak pipes on for December. Man, that okay. thing is like, we should have throttled that bad boy. I know. Now People it's, don't understand. We get, it's we, gushing. It's <laughs> gushing. And we have to pay. Our free plan only goes up to so many things. So I think we have to go to a paid plan. That's okay, though. We love the listeners. So you can go to youllhearit.com if you want to leave us your speak pipe, your voice message and we'd love to answer your but question. only for a few more days that sucker's going off at the strike of midnight well as maybe we go into 20 yeah 20. these are two the questions are so good i, I love it okay well, we'll i love see. them uh, get in there now this is from drew hey peter hey adam this is drew from cupertino california i'm an open studio member and a big fan of you'll hear it uh, my question is about one-off lessons uh, it's recently my birthday and i am the lucky recipient of a one-on-one lesson with one of my favorite pianists I'm not going to say who out of respect for their privacy. I'm curious if you have any ideas for ways to approach a lesson like this. I imagine both of you have had multiple experiences on the teacher side of one-off lessons and thought you might have some valuable insight on what is productive and what's a waste of time. Uh, Thanks. Love to hear what you think. Bye. That's a great question. That's a fantastic. Yeah. And and I think just the idea of thinking about what you want to get out of a lesson is like a great first step. Yes. Instead of just going in like, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, I'm Drew, and uh, I don't know, what do you, what do you want to do? You know, I love your like lethargic. You, you have that voice that covers like a lethargic kind of like uh, somebody high. It covers a lot of ground. I know. It's, it's I'm really not good. trying to put anything on you <laughs> specifically, Drew, because that's not obviously your vibe. But I think uh, it's great to have an idea. Uh, of what you might want to get out of a player, especially if, like like you said, Drew, this is one of your favorite pianists. You obviously know their music. Yes. So you can have pretty specific uh, ideas of maybe what you'd like to ask them or be taught by. Now, you should be also open to their ideas 
when it comes to you, but I don't know about you, but if, if I'm going into a lesson and the student is like, Hey, I, I heard you do this one thing. Can you explain that further or tell me about that? That like frees me up to, you know what I mean? Yeah. To really like, um, be able to give them exactly what they need. Now, if I hear something in there playing later, I'm going to call an audible and try to, to focus on that. But I think this is a great start. Yeah. Why don't we? Yeah, absolutely. I think this is one of those questions. Now that I'm thinking about it may even benefit from an answer that's more based upon ways, not things not to do to get a lot. We should out do of a boat. We should do yeah, a little yeah. list of both. So I'm going to say this, first of all, is don't. Um, don't try to guide the lesson too much. So yeah, you want to know what you want to get out of it. Yep. But you're also, it's almost like, and, and this is a one-off lesson. That's what he's asking about, right? Yeah. So that it's, 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 it's sounds like an, someone coming through town, maybe. Yes. You know, it's not like an ongoing, or maybe you're like, can I take a lesson? And a lot of times people do that with me. It's like, I want to study with you who, every week. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not a good teacher for that because I'm not available every week. Yeah. So it's a different kind of thing. And I would say that, when you go into it, yeah, know what you want to get out of it, but also be open to what the teacher is going to give you. Because you can go in and play something. Like, like don't go to a one-hour lesson and say, like, there's, I want to play eight different things and get feedback on all of them. Because yeah. there's, you're not going to get anything deep enough. So like, lower your expectations for the amount of different types of information, but maybe decide in terms of what you want to get out that one area. So that might be kind of one tune. Like maybe you want to really demonstrate your solo piano thing because it's somebody, you know, like a Jeff Keezer or something that's got great solo piano chops mm-hmm. or whatever. And then get it really focused. But then be open to like what they're going to give you in terms of feedback. For sure. Because... You know, most good teachers are very good at responding to how you play. I've had students before on these one-off and otherwise, like they want to come in and talk about and ask questions, and that's fine. But I think it's better to really because, and sometimes they're embarrassed or shy, shy about their playing. Yeah. So like they want to do anything but play, even subconsciously. But I think like we need to hear you to be able to 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 give for for you to be able to get the most out of the lesson we have to be able to respond so i mean you have to have a certain amount of it where you're open definitely have questions ready and be thinking about kind of if there's one big question you want to have answered and that might be what do you think of my left hand playing what do you think of my time you know what what would you recommend i work on to to improve my time you know there's all sorts of great questions yeah yeah but you want to really give a chance to play and just to have to be responded to well so that's the number one thing i i did a clinic Listen. uh yeah i did a clinic last year at um a university here in st louis and was asked like uh, you know, how do I grow? And from a from a, a person in a music school. Yes. And I was like, you are in this room because it was all the faculty and the yes. students there. It was like, you are in this room surrounded by experts yeah. who if you ask them what's the one thing I should work on to get better. Yeah. They all already know what to tell you. Yeah. And because they've heard you play. So to your point, like, you know, the first thing that I would ask is I would play. Yeah. Um, even if I was nervous, play for that person. Yeah. And say, and, and ask them, what is the one, if I had one thing that I could work on in the next month, what, yeah. what do you recommend I work on? And that That's could be, a great thing. that could be it. And yeah. that is so, so valuable. Well, and that focuses it too, because there's always, both from the teacher and I think that the student, you know, when it's a one-off situation, there is this pressure because you want to, I know I've been there before. It's like, I want to really give value. I want them to go away from this being like, wow, I got so much out of it. You don't want it to be like, ah, it was just kind of. So, but you don't, what you don't want to do is as a teacher or as a student expect to cover so many different areas right. in one hour right. that you can't even absorb it. Cause then you're like, oh, they said all this great stuff, but I couldn't really, 
like you want that one thing. So that's that's a perfect way to frame it. And and it's and it's really, and it may lead to other things. It, of course it will. Yeah. It's going to lead to to other other ways to think about it. But really, what you want out of this lesson is direct feedback to your weaknesses, so that you can work on those weaknesses and make them stronger. And you don't get that by purely asking like, "Hey, what's that voicing?" You know what I mean? Yeah. Which may be something you're curious about. But really, if you have this amazing musician in front of you yeah. for a limited amount of time at a high cost, what I want to know is, like, if you were me and you were working on uh, getting better, what are you working on? What, right. where, where are my biggest weaknesses that I probably either can't see or just need to be told, like, right. you, need to, you need to iron that out right now? Yeah, because now. sometimes when we're so, like, this is the question I want answered and you don't leave it open to the teacher, like in, in terms of this more kind of question, like what do I need to work on? Then you don't know. That's why you're there. So right, like no, if you try sure. to focus it so much upon show me this and that's, so that would lead me to my next area of things not to do. Don't ask for things like what you said. Uh, how do you play this voicing? Don't ask about stuff that you can learn just from watching somebody else play. You know, it's not that they can't show you, but like, why are you going to pay someone in a one-off lesson? You want to get that higher level of like, what do I need to work on? Like, what is an area of my weakness as opposed to like, how do you play that voicing that you did on that record? Just yeah. go listen to the record. You can get that for free. You don't need a lesson in person. For sure. But people want to be spoon-fed this stuff, and that's just not an efficient use of your time. So don't ask stupid. Can we call it stupid questions? They're not stupid, but they're stupid to waste the time. The information's in. already out there. Yeah. yeah. Well, how do I finger a diminished scale? I mean, come on. There's so many resources for that. You know? I get that question every day, man. I get that question <laughs> every day. Um, another thing you might think of is going even a, a little more meta. And so if they tell you the one thing that you should be practicing, you might ask them in this way, how would you practice that? If you were to practice it this week, how would you approach it? Just yeah. to kind of get there, not not to maybe you don't do it exactly like that, but maybe you just get a feel for how they tackle things that they can't do. Yeah. You know, or maybe just how do you what does your practice routine look like in general? Yeah. yeah. That can be a very eye opening situation. Absolutely. That's that's great stuff. Sometimes you can just learn from the workflow of someone who. I mean, look, you know, we go to like a teacher or a consultant or whatever area you're in somebody for that human help. You know, something that you can't just Google, right, you know, right. how do I get by bread and practice? You can put that into Google and you can see a lot of people writing about that. Maybe even this person that you've hired, that would go along with my, with my thing of don't ask stuff that you can already find out from them. You know, so I would wouldn't ask that practice routine question before I Googled it because they might have already laid that out. You know what I mean? Oh, for them specifically? Yeah. Maybe. Oh, you mean, or you were saying, well, how should I? That's a good one. Yeah, like, yeah, how, how would, if you were me, how would you practice great. this? Yeah, yeah. You know? But don't ask them, like, what's your <laughs> practice routine? Or, oh, man, I've had students that are like, show me what you, how you play over this. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I can show you that, but it's not going to, like, just transfer over. Don't you want me to help you improve your playing? Yeah, you know what that, I mean? like, you want to see how I got to be able yeah. to play over this? You want me to fry the fish for you? You want me to just tell you how to get to the fish and then where the fryer is? It is interesting, isn't it? Um, to that, to that, just uh, to that question, just listen to the records. Like, Number one, I, I've made some records. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just listen to that. Exactly. That's how I play over. So I had a couple ideas that just popped in too. Can we go a little more tactical too? Got it. Is you that got cool? It. You got it. You got it. Okay, so record the lesson. This always, is, always, always. Now ask first, and really ask in advance. I think is respectful. For sure. Um, and maybe not video or what. I mean, you could do video, maybe I guess. But I mean, the main thing is audio, and that's about like just. You get excited, and especially if it's a really good lesson, you want to remember everything. It takes the pressure off having to keep notes as you go, which I would encourage if you can't record it, you, you kind of have to keep notes, either mental notes or written notes. But I think most teachers are – wouldn't you say most people would be open to that, recording? 
I think most people would. Yeah. yeah. Certainly, if someone says they don't want that to happen, that's cool. You should respect that. Of course, yeah. Um, and I mean, I think you would we'd be certainly fair game to say, look, can I record this? Is just for my own, so that I can remember all this stuff. For sure. Not so that I'm going to put it up on, you know, some public channel or whatever. That's not cool because that's a personal lesson for yeah, you. Yeah. Don't post your lessons with you, you know, the pianist that you admire online. Yeah. Leave that to OpenStudioJazz.com. We post lessons from them. <laughs> yeah, but pianists we, that you we admire. have them sign contracts <laughs> and we pay them. Yeah, we did. They know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, but I think um, just recording it for your own, it takes the pre- I, I You know, and I've been in this situation. I remember back old school Walkman and stuff. And, um, like, it takes so much pressure off. And actually, now that I remember, my Juilliard teacher, I think, did not allow it, which is a funny thing because I used to want to bring in a recording. Mm. And they were like, no. Like, it was disrespectful or something. But for me, it just made it so that I could really concentrate on the moment. And then when I was like, wait, what was that? I want to confirm something or whatever. You go back. and But anyway... I, I think it's worthwhile. I agree. Totally yeah. agree. That's yeah. great. Um, yeah. Well, uh, Drew, I hope that helped. Yeah, Drew from Cupertino. Really, though, you know, you're going to want to, if it's someone you admire, your your first instinct is like, hey, what do you play over that C7 <laughs> sharp nine? But really, you have this opportunity to go bigger, I yeah. think, is the point that we've been making. And, and Yeah, because if you're if you're studying every week, there's less pressure to like get that one big thing, as you say, like a teacher that a regular teacher on a regular schedule. Yeah. You can ask some of those kinds of things and get that more kind of help, you know. But really the critique from a master is the most valuable thing that you can yeah. get. And, and a lot of times, you know, I think you're looking for that that kind of information. Like what is the flow so that you can get that that kind of higher level, really game changing information that i mean look how what even if you get the best c7 sharp 11 voicing ever that's just one thing you know what i mean and look everything's already been played you can you believe it or not you can figure it out yourself so don't fall in that thing it will be easier or i can say like herbie showed me this chord herbie showed me so many chords i've never taken a lesson with him you know what stuff he showed me through his recordings for sure many but if that if that master can guide you in a different path on on how to think about the music or practice the music or or where to where to focus your attention which we know is the most important thing in learning that is going to be way more uh, valuable uh, use of your time and your money than just like, hey, what's that voicing? Right, right. Yeah, so. And I think, too, just in general, don't guide too much. You're paying this person um, for their expertise. You yeah. know, it's just like when, when somebody, you know, if you're hiring someone to come and design in addition to your house, you know, tell them what you're interested in accomplishing, yeah. but then let them do it. Don't, like, micromanage them. One of the best lessons I ever had. I was with this, uh, this guitarist who's and pianist, great pianist and guitarist actually, named Rob Block. Oh yeah, he's now in New York City. He yep. was here for a long time in St. Yeah. Louis, and then he was in Chicago and New Orleans. He's been all over the place. Uh, but he's just a, a spark of energy and a great teacher. And I, we kind of like set up a lesson, and I was really young and went over to his apartment, and I was expecting like he's going to listen to me play or whatever. And I just sat in a chair, yeah. and for half an hour, he just wrote on a piece of paper, two pieces of paper that I still have, by the way. Wow. And on that was the diminished scale and how to use it and drop two and how to use it and a bunch of... Wait, send me that drop two. I need that. I know. No, I mean, the whole thing is like, it's kind of like just like a whole jazz theory book in two double-sided pages. Wow. And he was like, here you go. And then he like had a list of records to listen to. Oh, he was like, go awesome. do that. I, we didn't play. We talked for a little bit, but, and it was, it was super valuable, but that's, he, he, that's what you needed at that time. He had heard me before plenty. So right. he's like, this is what you need. 
That's awesome. Yeah. So that's awesome. But if but if I would have gone with like, hey, show me or let's you know. Yeah. So you know, if if they're an expert, they're going to be trust they're the expert for sure. Trust the expert. Cool. Thank Good. you, Drew. Thanks, Drew. Um, okay, so let's just talk a little bit. Piano access pass and our plans for January. Can we do this? Is this legal? Let's do it. We can always. You, you got nervous and you got quiet there for a second. I was trying to lend, lend uh, gravitas towards gravitas. The yes. Yeah. So we are planning a boot camp for pianists. Oh, is it going to be just pianists? We're not going to restrict somebody else, but I think it's going to be of most value. It's to piano centric. It's piano centric, right? But it can cover everybody in that we're going to go from beginner to advanced. Mm. We're going to have different tracks, and what this is going to be about is you know if you sign up for Open Studio, and this is a, going to be a great time because you know our end of the year specials and stuff in this particular boot camp. Um, this is all about helping you to start out 2020, start out the new decade, start out the new year on the right track. And as you alluded to earlier at the beginning of the episode, Adam, the Piano Access Pass is fantastic, but it's got so much material in it. We think that it's a great one for the year, the annual plan, because it allows you to move as quickly as you, even if you went as fast as you could and practice four or five hours a day, you wouldn't be able, you'd, you would probably get through everything, but just barely in a year. No, you wouldn't. You, you wouldn't would still everything. wouldn't get through it. Because of the jazz piano method. What about if you did it? You might get through it because you know your way around it, see? Maybe. But this is what the boot camp is about. It's kind of like, yeah, you can go to the gym or you can go to the park and work out on your own and you can get all the information. But we're going to do a little bit of group guidance throughout January. Um, in helping you along. And we may even have some surprise guests. We haven't secured them yet, so we can't say that. But any pianists that come or teaching are going to be at the level of an Adam Manis or a Peter Martin, perhaps even beyond. But the idea is that... Oh, is there anybody I, well, on this I mean, That's right theoretical. That's why I say it's not that's even possible. No, but the idea is that you're going to be able to come in at the beginner, the intermediate, or the advanced level, and we're going to help you and guide you to those exact lessons in our courses. Jumpstart Jazz Piano, Jazz Piano Jumpstart, Jazz Piano for Beginners. Yeah. All the, the we, different We ones. have all of these piano courses, but we're going to design basically tracks that you can go on depending on your skill level and your goals yeah and what we think this is going to lead to is by the time you get to the end of january you're going to be able to soar on for the rest of the year of course we're always here for guidance and assistance but the boot camp will be over and everybody will be in shape as we say oh, and yeah. i'm Especially looking forward me. to it because we're going to have some nice little groups of people help hopefully connect people um, not even in a competitive thing, in a helpful way, kind of a global community of pianists that are trying to get better at, at the three different levels. And I'm super excited about it, man. One more thing about January. Yes. Uh, January 7th through the 10th. Yes. You know where we're going where we're gonna to be? A little place called Nolens. New Orleans, Louisiana. Right. We're going to be at the Gen Conference. We're going to be doing some- You said it correctly, which, and you're not a native. I'm very impressed with that. I've heard plenty of people from that area. And they do not say New Orleans. They don't. And they don't really say Nolens. They don't. That was a joke <laughs> yeah. about that. Yeah. That's something that you would hear something, someone in U City. Exactly. Like, oh, okay. you going to Nolens? <laughs> I love me some Nolens. Come on. Man. Uh, June, uh, I heard Andrew say that once. Yeah, January, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna make a joke, but not at Andrew's expense. Uh, January seventh through the tenth, we're gonna be at the Gen Conference in New Orleans. Come check us out. We're doing a couple of live. You'll hear it. Come be in the audience and come win some prizes, some yeah. door prizes, and That's ask your fun. questions and yeah. hang out. We're gonna have our own open studio booth, so come by and say hi to me, to Peter, to Rachel. That's right. Uh, maybe to Sean Weil. I don't know. That's right. I told him he's gonna be working the booth too. Yeah. But we're gonna just be around the conference, having a great time. Yep. Uh, we're gonna have some swag with us. We're gonna have lots of. It's gonna be like Swaggy P and Swaggy A with our swag. And we're gonna have some some free open studio stuff. So come by the the booth and that's what swag is. 
No, no, no. I mean like some, yeah. No, but some actual like, not just uh, stickers. Way to put a hat on the hat. Sorry, that was a, it was a bowler hat on top of a top hat. Uh, so yeah, so come to New Orleans. Come to New Orleans just to see us. No, just if you're going to gonna be a gen anyway. I mean, it is a really fun time, it and is. it's going to be so popping off in uh, New Orleans for this conference. And, and several and of our artists are going to be there, too. I don't know if you knew about that. Well, Sean, Sean Jones, Jones is the president. Warren Wolf the... is going to be there as well. Is he really? Yes, he's going to oh, be there. Man, so. We're going to have a great time. Uh, so come for the podcast. Stay for the hang. That's right. Yeah. And um, yeah, so check out the boot camp. More information coming on that soon. Uh, we're, we're just sort of ironing out the details, but that's sort of the broad strokes, as we like to say. Go to opcojazz.com. Um, check out the Piano Access Pass. It will be available for free, I believe, as part of that. We're not going to charge for that, are we? Nah. It's going to be like a value add. So anyway, but that's going to be available for a limited time because we're starting in January, as you will be. So until tomorrow, you'll hear it.